northerners to Kings of the North. Podcast with the toughest, grittiest, bloodiest, yet most sophisticated division in the NFL, the NFC North. I'd like to introduce you to two friends of mine and two of the biggest fans of any team, any sport I've ever seen. Uh, representing the Green Bay Packers, we have the man that we call Beefcake. Go Pack Go, as always. Oh my god. And representing the Vikings, we have Professor Pigskin. Skull Vikes. And me, I'm your host, Rob, with an H. Um, let's talk about the elephant in the room, the other two animals, the bears and the lions, who are, yeah. Who, they suck. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you kind of get the picture right away, don't you, about where they stand with us. Um, but they're, they're not represented explicitly on this podcast, but they don't, be, just because it dilutes the product, to be honest, you know, just they don't have the fan base and what's the point of... You know, every every moment is precious on this podcast. We asked people to be on, but like we couldn't find any fans of these teams. They don't exist. They've been in uh, slumber hibernation for many, many years, and there's highly highly doubtful that they will come out at any time soon. Yep, and Beefcake looked into this, so. Um, but <laughs> you know, uh, but I'm sure that they'll come up uh, because you know they do play football. Do they? I call it that. I mean, if you um, want and to they'll that. they'll give them fair coverage. So uh, before we get started, you know, fair. formally, um, let's just really quick. Uh, let's start with you, Professor Pigskin. Um, just what what are your general thoughts about what this podcast is going to be? Let's start there. This is going to be a, a little bit of tough nosed football celebration. Uh, all about the success of the Vikings this year. It's going to be a celebration of purple. Wow, okay, so some delusions of grandeur perhaps. So let's transition over to Beefcake. Uh, what are your thoughts about the podcast? Um, I would just really like to take some time and, and, and just make sure that we, we all understand that, uh, you know, 13 times in our in almost 100 years of the NFL. 13 is an unlucky number, by the way. Soon to be 14. Um, you know, there's one team that has risen above the others, and it, it, that's what it's really about here, as it is for every NFL viewer. Okay. Well, before you get started, Jared's chomping at the bit right now. We're going to get into it. Just stop right there. Stop right okay, there. Okay, fine. Stop right there. We're going to get into it um, formally. And when we come back, uh, we're going we're gonna to set the stage for you all for next week, all right? So stay with us on Kings of the North. All right, we are back. We are back. Again with the beefcake and Professor Pigskin. Um, and now we're going to set the stage. Uh, not so much for this week of football, which we're all looking forward to, of course, but we're going to set the stage just about the two gentlemen that I stand uh, across from now. One gentleman. Ooh. Uh, Thank you for the compliment. Yeah. The Please. beefcake and uh, Professor Pigskin. I just want, we're just going to let you all know where they come from, what they're made of, uh, and I'm going to leave it at that. And let's start with uh, let's start with Beefcake. Um, your personal history with well, the Green Bay Packers. I mean, my personal history has been one of uh, really overcoming, you know, some severe disadvantages that I was born with. Unfortunately, um, you know, uh, born in Minnesota and lived here my most of my life. Um, but uh, my parents, God bless them, they were. Uh, Wisconsin born and bred, and they raised me certainly the right way. Wisconsin um, born and inbred, I think. <laughs> that's why I said Wisconsin born. Um, you know, throughout the 90s, uh, it was a glorious time growing up, and uh, what better way to have your uh, um, have your childhood than with one player that you can rally behind and one team, and um, it, it, there was really no option for me, and ever since then, I've been rocking the... Uh, green and gold and uh celebrating the greatest team that has ever walked the earth in any in any professional sport really it really is a celebration for you isn't it oh it's, it's always a celebration of course i mean what better way and and not just you know enjoying the success of uh your 13-time world champion green bay packers um, our 13 time oh everyone's huh. every it, it's, it's 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 america's Good team Lord. if you will um but also just kind of understanding that oh, all right uh, let's uh, let's get on Man. with it we 
Let's get on with it. Jeez, oh, yeah, I mean, your celebrations can be a bit much. Boy, I, there's no reason not to celebrate. Later. Jesus. Well, okay. Let's let's just leave it at that, and let's move on to Professor Pigskin. Your personal history with the Vikings. Well, you know, Rahab. Um, Thank you. I actually didn't like Not football. many people actually pronounce it the right way, so I appreciate you gotta it. you got to hit that H. It's not silent. Uh, but when I was first growing up, I actually hated football. And see, this is because I wanted to play Nintendo on the weekends, and my parents were watching football all the time. Classic like, Vikings fan. Ooh. Sunday was ruined for me because I had to go to church, so I couldn't play video games, and football was on, so I couldn't play video games. It was a video gameless day, and it was tough for me. So you're uh, a fan of a losing team, and you're going to hell. Check <laughs> and check. Oh, man. This uh, is hell for you these last... <laughs> These last uh, 15, well, however old you are. 50 years? There's an element of, of truth to that, but I mean, we well Vikings fans, we know, how to, we know how to deal with suffering, and we're stronger people because of it. Uh, but I got sucked in uh, a few years later in 97, I believe, when the Vikings were Suckered in. In, the, uh, in the playoffs against the New York Giants, and they were down big at halftime. And I was watching the game with my family, and it was a big family thing, like my aunts and uncles drama. It's a big like, it's a family tradition. You know, it means a lot. There's a lot mm. of heart involved. The New York Giants that have lost uh, five times to the Green Bay Packers in and, NFL championship games. And, excuse me, you had your segment. And uh, they were down at halftime, so I left to play Sega, as uh, I was often want to do. But I came back, and they're in the console. midst of a comeback. And that uh, the Vikings ended up coming back, and I was part of that emotion. It was this beautiful mm. thing. And the next year, they drafted Randy Moss, the greatest athlete to walk God's green earth. And the rest of the That is... The rest was history. That is uh, absolutely ridiculous. I've been bleeding purple ever since. Sometimes a lot of bloody purple because they really do not rip your heart out. That they do. But I love them all the more even for it. All right. Well, that's. It's about emotion, really. Oh, absolutely. Emotion. I think that's the key word for you. Football is family. Yes. Wow. And family is the winning. purest form of emotion, perhaps. And family is best epitomized with winning. This is which is why I don't really understand how Professor Pigskin can be. You know, a fan of a team that just can't. It Rude. just doesn't seem to happen. I mean, no one said that he got along with his family. Clearly. One Spoken like a true guy who was born during the Bret Hart. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so now that you know the backgrounds, I'm sure they're going to stick with you for for the rest of your life, perhaps. Um, let's, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's get our bearings, perhaps refill our uh, adult beverages, which are key to both both fandoms. I mean, here, essential, here. essential. I'll drink to that. Um, when, we, when we get back, we're going to go around, around the division and check in with those other teams. Okay, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Kings of the North. And while we are the Kings of the North, we have to talk about the peons of the North. Um, so let's, uh, let's, let's talk about the other two NFC North teams. Uh, we're going to start with Beefcake. Uh, Beefcake, I'd like you to uh, go over how you think the Lions are going to do versus the Cardinals this week. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, clearly you want to talk about David Johnson getting at least, you know, shattering Kareem Hunt's record that he set last night. Um, you know, I'm thinking thir- 300 or so more or more yards from scrimmage. And uh, I'm thinking, uh, oh, yeah, and there's no way Arizona doesn't score less than, uh, I want to say 45 on that poorest defense. Um, the Lions may score 17 if they're lucky. I just want to say that I think the Lions are playing the, the Arizona Cardinals, but I think the St. Louis Cardinals would beat them. The Lions Ooh. suck. Wow. This wow. is true. Strong words. Strong words from uh, the professor. Uh, and, Professor, let's go to you and talk about the uh, Bears versus Falcons this week. Here's what I'll say about the Bears. No Jay Cutler, no chance. There's no way. Yep. It's impossible. Yeah, those, Jay, those no, dirty Bears no like Jay, no way. all over. I think all that's, over Soldier Field. Yeah, no Jay, no way. I think that's the... That's the uh, edict around here. And trust me, the professor knows all about the Dirty Bird. Oh, yeah. He's well-schooled in the Dirty Bird. That was his minor of his. Uh, okay, very good. Well, before we before we take a quick break and uh, head to get some more adult beverages, yeah, the beefcake is chopping in the pit. He's so thirsty. Um, let, I, I just want you both to kind of go back and forth and just kind of give me a quick, uh, quick one-sentence one sentence preview of how you think the... Uh, how do you think this week for each respective teams is going to go? Go for it. Well, the Vikings are headed to the Big Easy to take on uh, old fan favorite but new uh, arch nemesis Adrian Peterson and New Orleans Saints. 
Uh, we're looking to extract a little revenge from the NFC Championship game from 2010, which I'm still pretty bitter about. Come on, Rafs, do your job. Visibly bitter. Let's go to the B take. Speaking of the NFC Championship game and uh, the uh, this week, week one, uh, a game that I actually will be attending in uh, um, Lambeau Field. In, Nobody cares. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Title Town, Lambeau Field. Um, the two NFC powerhouses, the Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers, will be dueling it out. Um, I will be there myself, and it's going to be a bloodbath. Okay, a bloodbath. <laughs> God. You got With that you there, right. I'd expect nothing less, Beefcake. All right, let's take a break and we'll go to the bar. All right, welcome back to Kings of the North. And all kings need to be merry. And to be merry, you have to have spirits. So we're going to go to the bar. Wisconsin Where really, tradition. I think the beefcake and the professor are in their element. It's a Wisconsin I mean, this tradition. Is, this is the professor's classroom, really. And this is the beefcake's, I don't know, his, uh, this is where really he does his best work. So um, we're in the bar right now, and let's put it this way. These guys think a lot about drinking. And, and really, drinking and football are two of the two of the passions that they both have, as many Viking and Packer fans have given their many woes. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through and are we going to do back and forth? We're going to do back and forth? Fine with that. Yeah, no. back and forth. Tit for tat. Yeah, tit for tat, I think is that. And that's appropriate. So you have a chance to at a rebuttal. Um, we're going to go back and forth and we're going to do four drinks each. What you're ordering at the bar for this week's game in each respective, uh, each respective team. All right, so I think we're going to start with Professor Pigskin. What are you ordering up first? All right, well, I'm looking back, and I'm actually ordering a little, a little foreign. I'm ordering the Negroni, which is an Italian cocktail that's both bitter and sweet. And I'm ordering it to toast to Adrian Peterson, uh, who's left the Vikings this season. Go Saints. Uh, and has left a, a very bittersweet feeling in our mouth. All right. You know, you know the bad parts about AP, the untimely fumbles, the, he's kind of a sketchy person, his interviews are kind of dull, uh, he was a little one-dimensional on the field. On the other hand, he was, you know, one of the most fun Vikings to watch of all time. Um, you know, that MVP season was magical, that 296-yard game. Flip-flopping. Flip-flop. Second most Classic dominant Viking, Viking of all time after Randy Moss, uh, the great one. Um, great one. Uh, and now, now he's gone, and it, it kind of, it's a hole in my heart because, like, well, he was problematic at That's times. A hole. He was, he was great to watch for a lot of years, and uh, you know we'll miss you, AP. And now we're playing you week one after root against you. It's a little bit tough. But the thing I'll miss the most about Adrian Peterson is the drinking game I played, where I took a shot every time an announcer talked about how strong his handshake was. Uh, that was good for three shots a game. I'm not, I don't know where I'm going to get those three shots. Three shots a game, three fumbles a game. Yeah. Sounds about right. Be, Consistent, and, uh, baby. I'll be honest. Consistent. The professor is kind of a lightweight, so three shots and he's It's a Minnesota. Oh, I teach a master class on drinking. You know it. Well, he thinks he does. Well, one thing I'll say before we move on is that the professor has a poster of Randy Moss in his laboratory. Um, so that's the level of commitment that he has. But let's move on to the beefcake. And what well, are you ordering up first? Well, I'm, You're thirsty. I'm, I'm as well going to cheers to a great off season. Um, today I'm drinking a Lion and Kugel's grapefruit shum, summer shandy. Mm. Um, here, 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 here. Um, mainly because this is certainly what I imagine. Uh, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson drinking while sitting on the sidelines during most of the preseason Ooh. games. Uh, yeah, you know, watching these young guys just you know. Uh, I bet they love shandy. Oh, they certainly do. Um, grapefruit, too, for the summer. You know, it's hot in August. Um, and just kind of, uh, you know, they were they were sitting there in their Hawaiian shirts, khaki shorts, just enjoying the view. Um, you know, watch practice all summer when they didn't. And when they did finally get on the field, you know, it was all, almost impossible to stop them, just as it will be this year. Um, and, 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 you know, I'm just, just hanging out with Aaron and Jordy, drinking my uh, grapefruit summer, summer shandy. How you associate that with dominance? So that beer with do- with football dominance is shandy. That drink order was good. That, that's what I think defense. of when I think of shandy. Is I think of you know, you know Smash Mouth football. Let's move <laughs> on to the professor. You're you've got your first drink in you. Let's uh let's go from round two. What are you having? All right, I am ordering up a drink for Mike Zimmer, uh, who, as we all know, 
has had some eye problems. God knows he needs one. And has had like eight or nine eye surgeries in the last year. Uh, so I'm ordering him the universal drink of people who are not feeling well need to get better, a hot toddy, which is whiskey, mm. tea, lemon, and lime. It's very thoughtful of you, All Professor. Right? Because, you know, he's not feeling well, and he needs a little little drinking in him to make him feel better. Because I know when I'm sick, and I need a little tea to make him feel better, I'm not going to give up on drinking. The alcohol kills the germs, and the hot toddy is a perfect drink to help Zimmer get better. Of course, Zimmer's such like a, a hard-nosed football guy that he's going to ask for it without uh, the tea, without the lemon, or without the honey. Uh, but that's fine. Hot toddy, hold those three. Well, you're a professor of pigskin, but you're not necessarily a MD. Are you suggesting that a hot toddy will eliminate the germs in in his eye? Is that what you're suggesting? That's it's not clearly hurt. what's going on. It's well, not going to hurt. I mean, knowing Zimmer's death perception, he'll probably just throw the drinks directly in his eye. So in, oh in that case, goodness. it would work. I that is really a low blow there by Beefcake. Uh, let's move Have on. You, you've obviously, that first drink Have obviously hit you pretty hard. So let's, I'm, I'm scared to see what happens after round two. What are you having? Um, well, today, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to switch to beer here for a little bit and have a uh, nice Hinterland Nitro Stout. Um, of course, one of the uh, off-season stories for the Green Bay Packers was the unveiling of their new Nitro defense. And uh, I think it's very important to say very stout against Wait, Eddie Lacy Nitro, and the run. Is Nitro week. an acronym, oh. by the way? It Does sure it is. stand for anything? Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see now, won't we? Uh, I want it to be an acronym if so he was badly. a professor, you, you know keep this. Going, anyway, keep going, um, the Nitro defense will certainly have to remain stout against Eddie Lacy and the Seattle Seahawks this week. Um, that meaning that easy. a very important part of the game. Um, certainly will take a large, heavy beer to stop Eddie and Packers must have several pints in order to fuel up for an offense that will try to run against a light box since the, the Nitro defense obviously employs an, an additional safety. Obviously. So. Wow. Well, um, we'll all have to keep an eye out for the Nitro defense. Obviously, that'll be a talking point next Sounds week. Sounds like it's going to go flat pretty uh, quick. Let's go to the third round, which... This is where things really get really get spicy. Usually, so, when the professor starts passing out. Yes. So this I is. Can go we, to the distance. He he's he's losing his balance right now, but let's see what he's got. Alrighty, uh, this next uh, I'm ordering a round of drinks up for the offensive line of the Minnesota Vikings. A round of Boy, bruise, do they need it. A round of brews for the boys. You know, some ham is the official beer of the Kings of the North podcast. I got one right now in my yeah. hand. Mm, delicious. Mm. Drink them up. All right. So the offensive line. It's a new unit. Oh, a couple starters from last year are no longer on the team. Certainly they're they're the much maligned. Uh, but they're young, and they need to come together a little bit. And what brings dudes together better than just drinking a round of brews with That's the boys? Right. A couple cheap beers, just slamming them down. You know, your best friends. And as we all know, you know, offensive linemen have to be cohesive and get along together. So what could be better than a round of brews with the boys? That'll calm the nerves. All right, round right. number three for the beefcake. Well, I'm going to switch the offense for a little bit, give them a nice flying dog, easy IPA. Um, I think an important part of this game is going to be, obviously there's a very fierce Seattle defense that they're going to be playing against, and uh, a lot of easy throws through the air, Getting flying, if you against. will. I think will be very important. Get the get the ball out to the uh, wide receivers and tight ends. Let them run after the catch. Sure. Uh, keep that pocket clean because... Uh, sure. You know, you want to air it out deep as, as well because, uh, you know, unfortunately the Legion of Boom is soon easily becomes mm. the Legion of Busted Coverage. Um, so I Combined with the Nitro defense, the Legion of Boom are, what are, you talking about? are just unstoppable. Uh, clearly. Just yeah. like the Green Bay Packers. Well, oh, okay. Well, now we've moved on to the final round. <sighs> the bar's about to close. It's I'm surprised. Last call. I'm surprised you're still standing. Yeah, Professor is... He's... <laughs> The professor is really out of it right now, but he's going to have object. one more one more before last call. So what do you got? This is slander. Uh, last drink of the night is going to the Minnesota Vikings defense, giving them a straight shot of rail whiskey, you know, the real bad stuff, the McAdams of the mm. world, you know, the real tough stuff. Hey. And not only... It's a cla- that's, it's a quality, that's a quality liquor. Okay, sure. Uh, but not only am I ordering it for them, but this is like... The type of like McAdam that's like it's been the bottle's been in the car on a hot day and it's like pretty warm, you know. It's the really tough stuff, and here's why. Obviously, the professor's been there before. <laughs> oh, I'm speaking times. from experience. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings defense is a bunch of you know tough badasses who can definitely take 
you know, a drink like that. It really puts hair in their chest. Their chests are already Beefcake's very eyebrows just raised a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> All right. And here's the thing. This week, uh, the Vikings are playing the New Orleans Saints with a high-powered offense, and the defense needs to show up. They're going to need the type of rage that only whiskey, cheap whiskey, can provide whiskey in rage. order to overcome Drew Brees and the Saints. So mm. that's why I'm ordering the defense. Straight, 90-degree temperature, rail whiskey. The same wow. thing most Vikings fans drink. Yep. Yeah, that's it's efficient. There's a lot of anger. The professor says it's efficient. Definitely on the anger there from the professor. <laughs> well, obviously we got to end with the beefcake. Well, His last round. He's he's hanging tough, but you can tell that he's altered. So let's go with him. Well, here, here's I'm I'm a little I'm you know I'm having a good time, and I want to give uh you know last round let let let's let's uh, throw a drink over to Russell Wilson here. Um, I'm gonna give him a vodka Red Bull with uh, <laughs> several shots of vodka. Which, um, yes, the vodka Red Bull plus shots of vodka because, uh, you know, that Red You're Bull. Sending will keep, that drink to I'm him? I'm giving it to him because that Red and Bull. It, it's like four shots will be, and a vodka Red Bull. You can send that to somebody I like sh- on a, one big tray? I sure can, and I sure will because that Red Bull's going to be. He's going to be so skittish in that pocket when those, key, those shots of vodka keep coming off the sides. Clay Matthews and Nick Perry just slamming into all day. It's going to be a bloodbath. I don't know about that. You keep that. using that word bloodbath. I really hope you're wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, now we've. I think enough is enough at the bar. We gotta go home. And oh, we gotta. One more. No. Who I says going home means have, you stop drinking? You two have had enough. Good point. You, t- you two have had enough. <laughs> we'll All right. Let's get out cake. of the bar before they kick us out and the police end up coming. We're gonna come back and we're gonna go to the locker room and visit the bulleted dwarf. We'll be right back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back, Kings of the North. Woo. Just got back from the bar, feeling good, mm-hmm. riding professor, high. The professor, not so much, but you know, the he's professor, a professor. I can hang. Yeah, Professor Puke, actually. Ah. Yeah. Uncalled well, I mean, that's not, that's something that each fan base is pretty well versed in, let's be honest. <laughs> no, no. But uh, I digress. Let's go to the bulletin board. Bulletin board is where, is where teams find motivation. Mm-hmm. Clearly. It's where, it's where the other teams who are trying to, you know, trying to talk smack, trying to disrespect, mm-hmm. you know, trying to run their mouth, yep, try, trying to, you know, make hay at someone else's expense. Right, right. It's where they get. It's where that gets posted on the bulletin board. Right. And we're gonna put some bulletin board material We've on each good, other's teams. We've got some good stuff on that on that corkboard material. That's right. So let's start off, uh, Professor Pigskin. You're gonna. What do you got? All right. I'm in the Lando locker field right now, and I'm posting on the Packers bulletin board a picture of the lovely, the talented, the intelligent, the wonderful Olivia Munn, oh, Aaron Rodgers' ex-girlfriend. Wonderful. Right. Is an so here's here's the thing. You're gonna have to explain yourself. Aaron was in love with this girl, clearly, and you can tell because look at his actions since they broke up. He's gone all Hollywood. He used to be a good Wisconsin dude, you know, just solid, funny, nice guy. Now he's all like, California. I have an Instagram account, and uh, I, uh, you know, I go to Hollywood parties, and I because he's mustache. from California. And but like before, he was not so a Hollywood. Now he is. He's having a midlife Professor crisis. Doesn't get invited to him. And he's problem. not focused on football anymore. He's focused on his own celebrity, and it's going to affect his focus on the field. And every Sounds time like he looks at Olivia Munn, he's going to remember how much he misses wow. her. He's going to go hang out with his new girlfriend who's too young for him and watch her soccer games, which is he's the worst eaten. sport, the worst sport ever. Uh, oh, he's going to be bored. On. He's no, going to skip still study. Uh, it's all over every time he looks at her. So Olivia Munn rattled and ruined Aaron Rodgers. Behind every great man, di- is an even greater woman, and his great woman is gone. Rodgers is done. I think you're diluting your message by bringing soccer into this, honestly, I professor. Agree. Um, okay, let's go to the beefcake. Beefcake, what are you posting up? Well, I'm going to post a big, glorious picture in the Vikings locker room of Tracy Porter, uh, you know, in the fourth quarter, Tracy Porter stepping in front of Brett Favre's pass. One of the greatest, you know, moments of all all NFL history, just an absolute clutch moment to really inspire Uh, the truth. And, uh, you know, Tracy Porter's an excellent player. You know, Brett Favre, uh, obviously one of the greatest players of all time, but also 
prone to that pick. And uh, just as a nice reminder for the Minnesota Vikings that, uh, you know, anything can happen at any time in this uh, league, and it's uh, it's a dog-eat-dog business. Look, that game wasn't wow. called fair. Profound words from uh, Beefcake, which you're not usually expecting. That's a makeup game for all Katrina. Right. All right, all right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's stop right there. Okay. We're going to enter four-down territory next. Stay with us. We're back. Kings of the North. Rob with an H here with the beefcake and the professor of pigskin. And right now we're about to go into dangerous territory. We're talking about four-down territory. Four-down territory. And you've got to be desperate when you're in four-down territory. Desperate and, or aggressive. And, and, and let me just say this about four-down territory. This is what, if you're not an NFL fan, which I think you should be. I mean, I'll go on the record. Best thing you've said all day. Thank you. This is what you're missing. This is the experience. This is the emotion. This is the entertainment that you're missing. And we're going to explore that in four down territory. So, four down territory, we've got a topic. We're going to make our picks as to what we think are the best uh, best options for each topic. I think you know the drill. We'll, uh, we'll go into four down territory right now. And the topic this week is what are the best things about watching football? The best things. And we did a random, completely random. Very uh, random. If there is such a thing. We did a random uh, drawing to see who would go first. And uh, wouldn't you know it, the beefcake got number one. And this is a segment that I'm actually going to be involved in, which uh, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) But uh, I'll get involved (laughs) in things. but let's start with the beefcake. You've got the number one overall pick in this uh, four-down territory. Best thing about watching football? You know, I think the best thing about the NFL being back and watching football is uh, it, it really is being able to watch with my good friend, Professor Pigskin. Wow. You know, he it, it, as as much as we, we give each other, I can, um, it, I can we are just some of the best of friends. And that look, seeing that look in his eye at the end of the day when he is, you know, almost passed out on the couch and just soul is completely crushed. It, it there really is nothing like it. Um, you know, and uh, I think uh, Rob, we have you at the number two spot. What are you taking? Wow. Well, I don't know. I could top that. I mean, mm. Paint quite a picture. Well, okay, I want a diff. I want a different approach than you. Um, my favorite thing, perhaps, perhaps my favorite thing, controversially, I love the music of the NFL. Oh, oh. excellent! The excellent music of the pick. NFL. Ooh, okay, and okay. it really can go. You can go across the board. Unparalleled. Let's. There's a lot of different networks that the NFL is broadcast on. NFL and Fox is my favorite. Ba-da-dum, ba-da-dum. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all that. And and it's been the same for years and years. CBS, same thing. Even NBC. And that's not even mentioning the ESPN. The Sunday night theme is always the best. Every NFL films is incredible. The music on NFL films. You used to have Hank Williams Jr., who is a a jerk, but like ESPN. Hell of a song. Yeah. Hell of a song. He's coming back. Whoa. Yes. This just in. Breaking news. He's coming back. Okay, well, let's move on. That's my first pick of the second overall. Let's go to uh, let's go to the professor. I'm kind of surprised this is still on the board. Uh, I count myself with a little bit of a steal here. Right. I'm taking day drinking. Yes. The best part about being an NFL fan is day drinking. You, know, you get up in the morning, you know, kickoffs at noon. It's about you know 10:30. You're like, shoot, the game's starting soon. I got to get a couple of brewskis in me so I'm ready for game mode. I'm ready to be a good fan. So you pop a couple of brewskis in the morning. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That is true. All right, and then it goes all day. Something you Sunday both can night, agree on. Sunday night football, which ends at like 10 p.m. You got a 12 solid 12 hours of drinking in front of you, and no one can judge you for it because you're watching football. It's incredible. Day drinking, best part about being an NFL fan. It's really a shield of armor from judgment, really. That's right. And, okay. and right on the turn, it looks like you have another pick here. Yeah. All right, I'm coming around the turn. Uh, my next favorite part about being an NFL fan is. Uh, Hating on the announcers. Yes. All right. We oh, all have no. announcers. That Everybody we hate. does it. You know, there's the uh, there's the uh, Joe Buck number oh, one. The absolute worst. I mean, the second he said that Randy Moss fake mooning Green Bay after he won the playoff <laughs> it's game, it's the only the good call he's ever had, and you know it. Uh, he said like, "Oh, what a disgraceful act!" As if he's not Beef broadcast as it was. Fox, Beefcake took which it was airing Temptation Island at the time. Okay, Incredible are you kidding show. me? Jesus. 
All right. Also, let's not talk about John Gruden, how he loves everybody all the time. Horrible. You all are. Right. Hold on Gruden a second. Grinder. You are, are talking you me? that you were saying that John Gruden is a poor announcer. You, my friend, are a poor you, announcer. You I think BK and I are united. You heard it. All right. So, but regardless of how your tastes lie, you always have an announcer to hate on and act like you know more about football than them, and that's awesome. All right. Well, I've got the uh, my second overall pick, and. I knew this one would be available, but I'm going to take it, even though I know none of you are going to take it. I enjoy the NFL insiders. Oh, oh, sure, breaking down the play. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, you no, learn no, something no, no, new. No, 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 no. I mean, behind the scenes, contract negotiations. Oh. Who's playing? Who's not? Goodness. I mean, you're talking about Jay Glazer. I'm talking about Jay Glazer. Ah, Glazer, I'm the talking absolute, about Adam oh, Schefter. Lord. He was on my big board. Jay Glazer was on my big board. Yes. Chef is the worst. He is not the worst. He, he is, is one of the best. You are. One he is of one of the best. I always have enjoyed the the non football aspect of football. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'll, I'm proud to say it. Rob with an H, ladies and gentlemen. Rob with an H, that's me. <laughs> I, and I'll just leave it at that. I love those guys. I love how they make a, a great living off of this sort of nonsense. And I'll okay, just leave it sure. at All that. right, I'm going to cut you off there and take my two in a, in a turn here. Um, for my second pick, um, I'm a little surprised that uh, the professor didn't take this, especially, and this is a good one for all you new NFL fans out there, Touchdown celebrations are back, baby. Oh. We're taking touchdown celebrations. Yes. As you know, the NFL has recently uh, you know, pick. leased up a little bit on the touchdown celebrations, so there's nice. a lot more uh, options of what you can do. So uh, obviously we know that we'll never quite reach the heights of Ocho Cinco and uh, Randy Moss and some of the greats. But Quick question, who are you most Terrell looking Owens? forward to? Who do you think is the most potential? Oh, Odell Beckham Jr., Oh, no yeah, that dude has an attitude a mile wide. Yes. It's going to be incredible. We'll have to keep an eye Certainly on Certainly highlight material. And then on the turn, um, I'm going to go a little weird on this one. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it kind of piggybacks off you a bit, Professor, but it is part of that day drinking. There's like this hour, hour and a half segment between the second game and Sunday night oh. football where you can sneak in a little nap or, <laughs> you know, like just maybe, I don't know, if like you have a friend over, you can kind of, you know just like hang out watch the highlights there's there's such a nice it's a nice little play some video games yeah it's a nice little lull in the day and it really helps you stretch out that day Mm. drinking because and that's another great time to play some you know drinking games or just you know really load up on the beer before sunday night football order a pizza whatever you need to do again the professor and beefcake united on that one for once Um, my third pick never again is another one that I knew that would be available because <laughs> right. I'm honestly too smart for you two. Um, my third pick is oh, the in studio fashion. Oh, oh, and you know yeah, what? I, I like enjoy, that one. I enjoy seeing good pick. Ex, I enjoy seeing ex jocks, ex NFL guys who are now they've taken that competitiveness into the fashion world. Oh They're yes, like, I'm going to look the best out of all of you. It, okay. Best and one. I know they're dressed. I know they're, they're yeah, they've yeah. got people to dress them and sure. everything. Mini, but, can we do a mini quick mini pick of who you think is always the best dressed? Uh, we can. Uh, and we can my be, number oh, one overall. Three, two, one, the same time. Same. Yeah, Dan Marino. Oh, oh wow, Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan. Yeah, Michael Strahan is the right oh, answer. Oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> he always. I looks didn't good. even wait. Um, <laughs> well, okay. okay, so. Thank you. You said that sarcastically. Whatever. Okay, let's move Dan on. Dan Marino. Let, let's move on. You can disagree with Has my no, pick. Actually, no, no current uh, NFL so, records at this point. So Marino my, is pretty well dressed, by the way. Just go, go for it. Anyway, right, so my pick, actually, oddly enough, also touches on the fashion world, but from the opposite end of the spectrum. Ugh, because the best fashion. part about football... or one Champions of the best parts, don't worry about fashion. Wow. Well, <laughs> Excuse we, me? Another episode again. Anyway. Uh, one of the best parts about football is you come downstairs in the morning wearing your sweatpants and a jersey. All right? It's mm. so comfy. Mm. And it's like not like the nice like fitted sweatpants these days. It's like the, the, the baggy sweatpants with right. the stains on them from the Buffalo Wings from last week. Sure. Type of sweatpants. And you have a jersey. And it's so comfortable. Usually it's a uh, McKinnon jersey for Jared, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah, that, and it's always a little trashed up. Years. It's oh, yeah. a little trashed up, like, too. It's like You look a little trashy. Your clothes look a little trashy. But they're comfy. So who cares? It's football Sunday, baby. Sure. It's time to drink. 
Ain't that so the there we well go. Well put. Well put. And then okay. your final pick. Oh boy, my final pick. I have so many great picks left on the board. I'm going to say um, the best part about being an NFL fan is feeling superior to baseball fans. Oh, all right. We can all agree on that. All one. right, because like yeah. they have all summer to be like Can't we're, argue we're that. playing this antiquated sport that sucks. All right, but one it, of the weirdest sports it, too. But like as soon as like mm. their season's still going on right now, their season's in the playoff push. It's the most exciting part of the regular season. But once the NFL season comes back on. Everyone forgets about yeah, baseball. No one cares. No one cares anymore. Like, uh, yeah. NFL preseason games are more important than like baseball like pennant races. I, I love it. And that's, that's beautiful. You're, you're wrong. That's a beautiful thing. It, it, I can agree with you on baseball being boring, but I don't no, know. No, Rob is sure wrong on this. You yeah, know, it's a beautiful I'm thing. involved in this segment. I can have an opinion. Okay? And you get to, you cannot have an opinion. And you yes, listen I can. to your, your, uh, your lame friends. This segment, I can. The lame friends talking about baseball and being like, your your like C list sport doesn't matter. Shout out well, to Scott. NFL's back. That's another reason because the, the Twins haven't been in it for quite a while. Well, we'll see if they are this year, but unlikely. Anyway, even when they Rob, are, they, anyway, Rob, okay, uh, anyway. your final pick. Okay, my fourth pick is, I think I think of him as sort of like a high risk, high reward pick. <laughs> uh, to be honest, you know, someone who could potentially do something for me down the line. And my number four pick is Cletus. Ooh, Cletus, yes. the NFL role. Oh, he what, was a big board great, too. what a was, great he was pick. Big board. Yep. Damn it. I enjoy, I've always enjoyed Cletus. For those of you who don't know, know, Cletus is the robot on the Fox network that shows up between commercial breaks and he just kind of like holds he like a football. Spikes the football. It's pretty great. Yeah. He's got a shield in one, he's which a, is really a badass. badass. Ro- football robot. Yeah, he's almost like a Transformer-esque sort yeah. of robot. He's cool and, as hell. And he also has a Twitter account, and I remember I actually tweeted yes. at Cletus, and he yes. tweeted back at me. Yeah. Follow he at Cletus. He retweeted me, yeah. which, you know, not much of a social media presence, Rob with an H. And to have a figure such as Cletus retweet me, it, it really was memorable, obviously. Bump up that sure. score. Yeah, so that's, that's, um, that's a great last get, pick. I yes, like that. thank you. Thank you. Um, Let's move incredible on. Incredible value. Oh, and, and with my final pick, I can't Mr. Believe, Irrelevant. I really can't believe that no one has taken this because, uh, again, for all you non-football fans, it's a great way to get into it. Um, watching, watching with people who you are in a fantasy football league with. Because the present amount company present yeah. company included, because for those of you who seconds. don't know, if you are playing someone in fantasy football and your guy scores a touchdown, there are oh. very few things oh. that are you there are very few b- greater feel feelings. Yeah, yeah, that's, that. that's amazing. Um, and I can't believe it's still on the board, especially with Rob taking four picks, um, because nobody likes to shove it in my face more than him. Um, it's really an uh, incredible feeling. Wow. I think the less said the better of that last statement. So, yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, thank you, Beefcake. As only you can, you can cap off a segment. I do my best. All right. Oh, my goodness. And it's good enough. Okay. We're, you know what? I'm getting hungry. Let's go to the snack corner. Let's, let's go. Get, let's get some snacks. We're back. We're back at the snack corner. And we've been drinking all day. Oh and boy, I tell you, food in get some food in you. I'm starving. Let's get some snacks. So, this week, what snack are you gonna have, Professor? All right. So, what's kind of beautiful about football season is it also coincides with the start of chilly season. Ooh. All right. Mm. The weather's dropping. It's getting a little little cold outside, and it's time to make some chili. Yep. I'm making up. A nice little a new chili recipe I've never tried before. Sweet potato chili. Ooh. All right. A uh, little less beans, a little more sweet potatoes. Ooh, less beans pull. is never a good idea. I don't know. I'm not fully into the bean gains, you know. Maybe he like passing gas all day, but I think I'm a little more refined and distinguished. That so. is a staple of the Green Bay Packer fan. Let's That's move right. on to the beefcake. Um, I've got a very interesting uh, snack corner this week, as I will be uh, in Title Town, you know, enjoying enjoying a snack at the Mecca. Um, that is Lambeau Field, the greatest stadium in the entire world. The only food Packer fans eat. <laughs> uh, in addition to my beer that I will cheese, be drinking, by the way. plenty of. Uh, one of my favorite snacks at Lambeau Field is the Pack and Cheese. That is right, the Pack and Cheese. It is a mac and cheese bowl that includes one of two different toppings. You can either have ground beef in there, 
Or you can do what I do and get that buffalo chicken <sighs> just mixed in with the mac and cheese. And let me tell you, as as the professor said, it's a little little chilly out there. Nothing warms you up I'm like sure. some good old pack and cheese. I'm sure both are made of the highest quality. Thank goodness. All right. right. All right. We're going to finish things up with memory lane coming up here. We are back. Kings of the North. Rob with an H here. We're finishing finishing things up here. We're getting near the end. We're both we're all pretty weird because we've been drinking all day. As as we're as Viking and Packers do. Clearly. And I don't know if you know this, but the professor and the beefcake they've been together for quite a while. I Years. think really it's been something that it's been since they were babies. It's a tale as old as time, if it were. You know, right? you can tell two babies sometimes when they get together that they just don't like each other. You, you ever know, seen the, that? The professor really it's is a, the uh, the baby with one eyebrow to my Maggie. Mm, oh, well put, well put. Good reference. Okay, well, that's the kind of antagonism that has been brewing their entire lives, really, that's right. led up to this right. moment. And we're going to talk about a particular... A chapter in the book of your guys's history, and I'm just chapter. gonna I'm just gonna set the scene, and then I want I'm gonna start with the professor, and I want you to start. We're talking about week 17 of the NSC North Championship in 2015. Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, yes. All right. So week 17 of the 2015 season. Beefcake and I had tickets to go to that game, Vikings versus Packers, in January in the snow in the cold. We bought the tickets ahead of time, saying like, "What if the division came down to this game?" And we went to it together. It Wouldn't really that be amazing. It really worked out pretty well. And guess honestly. what happened? Week what 17, happened? Vikings Packers division was on the line. So here's the weekend. The day, two days before this game, Beefcake is fidgeting. We right were now, at by the two way. of our best friends' wedding. Scott and Meg, shout out! You guys are lovely. Um, we got got pretty drunk. And my birthday. Thank you very much. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, Relevant to the professor. Next morning, hungover, drive out to Green Bay, Wisconsin, Lambeau Field, Title Town, to get ready for uh, a little bit of um, a little bit of football action, NFC North action. Um, professor, can you? This was uh, the professor's first time being to Green Bay. Never um, been before. Uh, what What did you think of the town? Uh, it's a shitty town. It's a shanty wow. town, really. Full of full of terrible people and a terrible football team. That uh, is, it's that's a bit of a stretch. It's horrendous. I think. But here's what I'll say about it: I was able to go into a store and buy like beef sticks and beer in the same store, so that was pretty cool. I'll yeah, I don't know why you would want anywhere else. Wisconsinites, but Americans nonetheless. So yeah. move on. All right. Uh, Anyways, um, fast forward to that Sunday, Sunday night game, primetime football. After spending all day drinking in the hotel, watching, watching the Lions lose, I think. And the Bears lose, I believe. Yep. It was a great day. Part of course, of course. Oh, no, they played each other, and Ugh. the lot, I can't remember. What. Ma- they they both were both suck. horrible. It That's the matter, important thing. Because both teams sucked, and our team You remember what you two were drinking? Uh, a lot. Southern Comfort. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what right. I was drinking. That's right. It was we great. Had, we had some SoCo going on. That's right. That's right. Well, and then we actually filled, we actually filled up the flask. Two flasks. With, two flasks with Southern Comfort brought it into the stadium. Snuck it in the stadium. You know, as, as let's... chose. Yeah, as about 95% of the people who came in did. I mean, that's right. That's, that's yeah. part of, it's part of your admission is you have to come it's with the It's part of flask. the culture. Yeah. So, let's fast forward to the football game. Sunday Night Football. I take a couple pictures of Beefcake next to Bob Costas because I'm a good friend. And that's what I do. Uh, he didn't return a favor because he's a dick. Of course not. And because um, you don't deserve the game starts, and it's a it's a contentious game, and there's a lot of back and forth, and one take one team takes a lead, and it's, it's a close, hard fought game. It was it was a great game. And at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that the better team won. I, I okay, hold on. The better Here, team may definitely I just, won. Let me let me just take one play. I'm separating in right the fourth now, quarter. The, um, the Packers had just. Uh, gone for it on fourth down and uh, did not did not make it because is the fourth quarter, this and then Teddy Bridgewater takes the ball, hands off game. to yeah. the Go Teddy Bridgewater takes Teddy. the takes the ball, hands off to Adrian Peterson, mm-hmm. who as 
he is so one to do, puts the ball on the ground, and for about a, t- a half a second, I immediately... He's not on the team anymore, though. But, but in this case, for about half a second, I mean, I had the biggest erection that oh, one could ever have. It was Gross. incredible. Gross. Unfortunately, it didn't end up the way we nobody, wanted it to. Nobody, nobody noticed, by the way, that you had the biggest erection ever. So... Biggest for him, Professor. Do you have anything else to add? Here's what I'll say: you all really the, tainted the story. All, all the all the dirty details aside, very dirty. Uh, at the end of the game, one team prevailed. It was the Minnesota Vikings. They won. They are victorious. They won the NFC North. Uh, what did it lead to, though? Oh, well, I think we'll hit that maybe next time. No, no, I think we can tell this. Oh, we, we can tell. tell well, I mean, well, maybe it's better to have a cliffhanger. Well, well, let's say this. Is the story best? So, so after the game. Keep going. After the game, I felt bad for Beefcake because his heart was broken. He was a miserable, miserable scum of a man. We went to the we went to a bar and I bought him a bunch of Long Island iced teas. They were excellent because that's sure. that's how he rolls. That's how I rolled too. Let's be honest. And then we walked home to a hotel because we missed the drunk bus home. We missed the drunk bus home because we were too busy to drink. Drunk too busy bus drinking. must be from Lambo. Yes. That well, drunk, bus drunk bus from Lambo, and we were too drunk to get on it. Drunk so buses were redundant drunk name. Forty-seven or something. <laughs> oh my God. Drunk bus is a redundant name in Green Bay. Every bus. <laughs> so we walked an hour home. We got back to the hotel room. We we sat down together in our king size bed that we were sharing. It was quite intimate. Twenty seventeen. Leave us alone, and and um, we turned on the NFL Network, and. Beefcake here passed out because, you know, he's, he's a little he's a little weaker. Lightweight. But the NFL Network came on and was showing a replay of the Vikings Packers game that we had just watched together. And I stayed up all night, drinking SoCo, watching my victory a second time, in bed next to my arch nemesis who was passed out like a little baby. Fast forward to the next morning Ooh. when the professor uh, graciously had offered to drive us home. Mm-hmm. Um, Honda Civic, baby. And uh, needless to say, he had had a, a, a great time the night before having so plenty. And, um, you know, there were several times, I think, at least four or five, that we actually had to stop and pull over for the um, the mm-hmm. professor to, uh, the let's professor. just say, unburden his load a yeah, little a bit. Car um, gee, yeah, you know, Couldn't it, handle success. Something about Vikings fans, you know, they, they get a little queasy sometimes when you move when you move fast you know it's it's perhaps in the later rounds of the nfl playoffs oh clearly oh my goodness um uh uh, you know they they just can't quite handle the pressure of being a winning organization so i think he just winning organization you know he well in in this day and age at this time he was and uh clearly couldn't handle it and clearly the vikings couldn't either so this seems like almost sort of a scenario where at the time at the time professor you must have been riding high as much as you've ever been as a Vikings fan. Next year, Arch Nemesis the Beefcake. In bed. It was. With it was, your Arch Nemesis it was like the Beefcake. An R. Kelly, I believe, a Revelate type of thing. It was the glorious. Oh, my it was Lord. The best. That's not even but, a good song. But I'm also thinking that in hindsight. Space the, Jam? In hindsight, I'm sure the Beefcake is not hesitant to bring it up because the end of the story. Is not Look, very good for you. I'm just happy that I had something worth celebrating so much that I was able to puke the next day over it. That's the type you know, of joy you can't recreate. And and I'll I'll jump on that that a little bit. You know, there there is something about that. And and let's be honest, all of all of the greatest uh, Packer moments of all time have certainly, you know, at least for me, involved that the next day. So sure. I can understand that. Yep. I'll say this much too. Say what you want about me pulling over as many times as I needed to. We got home safe and sound, despite his pretty iffy directions. If backwards, was, was oh please, uh, backwards—that is absolutely ridiculous. We drove Whoa. through fantastic, Whoa. easy, scenic countryside. That you know, it was just gorgeous with Teddy, Teddy, Teddy. Scenic countryside, Wisconsin is riddled with like Tommy Bartlett billboards. Okay, let's. I'm just gonna put that there. I'm sorry, that was a pet peeve of mine. Anyway, obviously, let's just put it at this: both of you must remember that night very vividly, because it's something that you 
Beefcake can look back upon and say, like, you know what, this was bad for me, but it ended up being traumatic for the professor as well. I, I was I was very happy for the professor to come and experience the greatest stadium in, in modern sports. Sure. Um, as everyone Surely should. you had the best experience and, at any stadium that you had. Nothing can compare to that experience at Lambeau. A magical night at Lambeau. Field. You've heard it. You heard it here, folks. Uh, Lambeau's the greatest field ever, and that will never be topped. I, I let me put it this way. We'll end at this, and then we're going to finish up. Is anything better than witnessing your team winning at the opposing team's stadium? Jared, you've witnessed that. I assume the Beefcake has yet to witness that. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have. And, you and have witnessed. I have witnessed it. Um, I did not know that part. Yeah, it was it was in like 2001. Oh, and you know, but but I will I will jump on that. I will jump on that and say that. Well, no, it wasn't great in the Metrodome because that place was just the worst. Oh, it had a had a lot of character. Beefcake was probably. I gotta imagine in 2001 that the beefcake was probably like. He was he was a drunk nine year old. Yeah, you. What were you? You was, were probably. I was 11 years old. You were probably like waiting in line the entire game for like Dippin' Dots or something. No. No, I mean... It, uh, 9, man. 11, who knows. <laughs> Whatever, okay. Can't so forget. never forget. It's a night that neither of you will ever forget because... Fair enough. Beefcake, you could look back upon finally because it didn't end with the Super Bowl for Minnesota, obviously. Ugh. And it was one night of glory for you, Professor, which is fleeting. You know it. I would say. So, so anyway... Uh, that's a good trip down memory lane. Anyhow, we're going to come back and we're going to finish things up. Thanks for sticking with us. Kings of North. Well, baby, our truths just ain't the same. It's this blindness that keeps us at bay. We got to get away. Ooh, la, la. things up right now and we thank you for joining us on our, our very first podcast and we hope you stick with us we're going to be back next week we're going to talk about how things went for each respective team easy win go saints uh, i hope you'll join us i hope you'll uh, stick with us this is going to be a fun ride this season so we're the kings of the north for professor the professor of pigskin that's right and the beefcake da, da, dun, da, 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 da. I'm Rob with an H. Thanks for joining us in the Kings of the North. Oh, you'll never know where your worries lie. Do you know who and for what you will die for? I'm feeling something.